Sherlock Holmes. We present Barry Foster as Sherlock Holmes and David Buck as Dr. Watson in a new dramatization of the short stories by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Charles Augustus Milverton, dramatized by Bill Morrison, with David March as Milverton. Oh? You haven't spoken for an hour. What has you looking so grimly in the fire? This calling card. Charles Augustus Milverton. Appledore Towers, Hampstead. Egypt. We'll call at half past six. Hmm. <laughs> He's late. Have you ever stood before the serpents in the zoo, Watson? Yes. Even though I am a doctor and a man of science, I can't help shuddering when I see them. How they slither and slide with their deadly eyes and wicked, fattened faces. <laughs> That is how this Milverton impresses me. You've met the man. I had to do with 50 murderers in my career, but the worst of them never gave me the repulsion I have for this fellow. And yet I can't get out of doing business with him. Indeed, he's here at my invitation. Why? Who is he? The king of all the black males. Ah, I understand It is an evil trade. Heaven help the man and still more the woman. When secrets and reputation come into the power of Milverton, he will squeeze and squeeze till he has drained them dry. But how does he discover these secrets? Oh, the fellow is a genius in his way. There are always those who will betray for money. Mm. He has an instinct and many contacts. He lets it be known that he will pay for letters which compromise people of wealth or position. He gets them not only from treacherous valets and maids, but frequently from... Genteel ruffians who have gained the affection of trusting women. Oh, and they all go to him, to Milverton. He pays very well. I happen to know he paid seven hundred pounds to a footman for a note two lines in length. And the ruin of a noble family was the result. Hundreds in the city turn white at the mention of his name. Desperate. He has cunning. And infinite patience. He will hold a card back years in order to play it out at the moment when the stake is highest. Who is worse? Hmm? A murderer who kills in hot blood or a man who methodically and at his leisure tortures the soul for money? But surely the fellow must be within the grasp of the law. His victims dare not hit back. Even if they did, he would get but a few months' imprisonment. How would that profit a woman if the result must also be her ruin? Can nothing be done? If he ever blackmailed an innocent person, we should have him. But he's too cunning for that. Now, we must find other ways to fight him. But how? Not with the law. Yet, something should be done. Hmm. Why is he coming here now? Uh, a client has placed her case in my hands. Lady Eva Blackwell. By Jove. She was considered the most beautiful debutante of last season. 
Didn't, didn't I read she was to be married very soon? In a fortnight. To the Earl of Devercourt. Holmes, oh, I feel sordid myself, even asking you this question, but... Hmm? Has there been any indiscretion? Oh, it had to be faced. People are often foolish in matters of emotion. But they should not suffer for it the way this man tortures them. She wrote several letters. Imprudent letters, really nothing more, to a young squire in the country. Milverton will send them to the Earl unless a large sum of money is paid to him. I've been commissioned to make the best terms I can. Well, that will be him. Open the door, will you, Watson? I ask for him to be sent up alone. Good evening, Mr. Holmes. It is a pleasure to meet you. It is not a pleasure to me. As you wish. I came here to be pleasant. Uh, who is this gentleman? Is he right? Is he discreet? Dr. Watson, my friend and partner. Very good, Mr. Holmes. You understand I only asked in your client's interest. This matter is so very delicate. Close the door, Watson. State your business. I understand... You are acting for Lady Eva. I hope she has instructed you to accept my terms. What are they? Seven thousand pounds. And the alternative? It is painful for me even to discuss it. Then do. If the money is not paid on the 14th, there will be no marriage on the 18th. You take matters too much for granted. I know what is in the letters. I shall advise my client to tell her future husband the whole story and to trust to his generosity. Mm -hmm. Evidently, you do not know the Earl. What great harm is in the letters? They are sprightly, very sprightly. <laughs> the lady is a charming correspondent, but the Earl does not care for style and sentiment. He cares for fidelity now and in the future. Imagine how he would contemplate the future with a wife he could never be quite sure he could trust. But of course, if you think otherwise, I will let it rest at that, and we will put your opinion to the test. It is purely a matter of business. <laughs> I see you care for style and settlement. They do not mix with business. Thank you, gentlemen. I will see that the Earl gets the letters, and now I will say good night. Wait a little... The lady must give him the letters. You must see that is impossible. We wish to make every effort to avoid scandal. Ah. I was sure you would see it in that light. <laughs> lady Eva is not a wealthy woman. Two thousand pounds would be a drain on her resources. The sum you mention is beyond her. I know the lady's resources. Two thousand pounds is the highest you can get. She is making a very fine match. A suitable time, don't you think? For her friends and relatives to make a special effort on her behalf, I am sure she will get very fine wedding presents of her own choosing. It's impossible. I cannot help thinking the lady is ill-advised. There is too great a disparity in the sums we have mentioned. Let me show you an envelope I have in my wallet. This contains a note that will be delivered tomorrow because the lady in question would not turn her diamonds into paste. Such a pity. And I find you, a man of sense, gambling with your clients, future and honor. You surprise me, Mr. Holmes. The money cannot be found. Surely it is better for you to take the substantial sum offered than nothing. 
Ruining her future gives you no profit. Oh, it does, indirectly. I have eight or ten similar cases maturing. The example of Lady Eva should make them all more open to reason. Watson, get behind him. Guard the door. I think the time has come to see the contents of that wallet. Take it from your pocket again. I came prepared. I expected something original from you. Not this threat. But I brought the gun in case. Hear it. And the law will support me. Besides, I'm not foolish enough to bring the letters here. Well, gentlemen, I have one or two other interviews, and it is a long drive up the hill to Hampstead. Tell your friend to put down that chair. Watson does, he says. Oh, very well. Good night, gentlemen. A pleasure to do business with you. Hardly restrain myself. He must be the most evil man in London. Holmes, we must do something. We shall. But we'll have to disguise our intentions. Evening, Gub. Cold night tonight. Who are you? Where did you spring from? Get out of here now. Steady, Watson, steady. Holmes. <laughs> By Jove. <laughs> you took me in completely. Is the beard all right? Yes, excellent. <laughs> and uh, the clothes. Yes. Well, where are you off to? Well, chap like me, Eskerson, the name. Here I am. I've got a nice little plumber's business. <laughs> Worked hard. It's doing well. Chap like me, <laughs> no sooner gets on his feet than he thinks about settling down. <laughs> Watson, I'm going courting. Whoop. Whoop. Oh, sorry. It's all right. <laughs> I, uh, I've seen you here before a few times, haven't I? I don't know. I haven't seen you. Oh, I'll come in now and again. Always noticed you. You don't mind me talking to you, do you? No. My name's Harry Escott. What's yours? Agatha. Oh, lovely name, that is. Yeah. I always noticed you. I thought to myself, I wonder what her name is. Prudence, I thought. She looks like a prudence. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you mean you're not prudent. Of course I am. Still, I prefer Agatha. Suit you. Thank you. It's got a bit of life about it. Mm. Um, can I buy you a drink? I don't mind. Whatever you fancy. I'll have a port. Right. Uh, uh, excuse me, mate. A pint of beer and a port for the lady. You on your night off? Yeah. What do you do then? Oh, no, 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 no. Let me guess. You, um... Here, let me see your hand. Lovely hand. You... Work in one of them big houses. I'm a housemaid. But you look after yourself. Mm. Good place, is it? It's all right. It's not hard. It's just in. No wife or children. Makes life a lot easier. Oh, working for a bachelor. No, what do you think? I'm not like that anyway. Oh. Nor's he. He's old. Oh. Well, middle-aged. He's a gentleman, Mr. Milverton. Milverton? What does he do? I don't know exactly. Oh, here's our six. Yeah, thanks, mate. Well, 
is to us meeting, eh? Huh? Made by not. What do you say he does? He works a lot at home in his study. He has a secretary and all. Hmm? Oh, must be a good business. What do you do? Well, like him, I've uh, got my own business. I'm a plumber, all on my own. What? Maybe helping you? No. No advice? Nothing? <laughs> no, never had time. Been too busy getting on my feet. Of course, uh, yeah, oh, uh, Well, drink up, I'll buy you another if you like. I don't mind. Harry? Call me Harry. Well, it's good to see you looking like yourself again. <laughs> What have you been up to these last few days? Would you call me the marrying kind? Uh, no. Well, I have become engaged, more or less. Well, congratulations. Who is the lady? A housemaid. Holmes and Gertrude. Milverton's housemaid. Milverton? I have all the information I need. To do what? I know Milverton's house like the palm of my hand. The girl. Oh, it was the only way. Come to help. We are playing for very high stakes. However, although she hasn't told me, I happen to know I have a rival. And no doubt he will console her for the disappearance of Harry Biscuit. <sighs> Listen to the storm. Yes, it's a bad night. On the contrary, it is perfect. Why? I need to burgle Milverton's house tonight. Oh, have you considered the consequences? I have. If you are caught, it means the ruin of your career. If I don't try, it means the ruin of many others. But have you thought you could end up at the mercy of this Milverton? Yes, it's a chance worth taking. But the means are criminal. Technically, but I think morally justifiable. You were prepared to help me take his wallet? Is that different from his house? Well, no. I feel about him as you do, and as you say, the law is helpless. I, I suppose it is morally justifiable if, if we take only those articles which, after all, he is using for an illegal purpose. It is all we want. A lady needs our help. Then we must take the risk. There is no other possible way to get them. It is the lady has no money. Tomorrow is the last day of break. Yeah, it's more like a sporting duel, really. Yes, he got the best of me on our first encounter. Oh, we can't give up now, can we? <laughs> uh, when do we start? Oh, you are not coming. Oh, think of your own reputation. You can't come. Then you are not going. How do you propose to stop me? Holmes, I give you my word of honor, and I never broke it in my life, that I will go straight to a police station and give you away. That is, unless you let me share this adventure with you. You can't help me. How do you know? Can't tell what might happen. My friend, we've shared the same room for some years. I think if it comes to it, we ought to end by sharing the same cell. Uh, what do you say? <laughs> I believe you would go to the police. Oh, very well. Yeah. You know, Watson, I've always had an idea that I would have made a highly efficient criminal. This is the chance of a lifetime in that direction. Well, how do we proceed? Oh, this is an up-to-date burgling kit. Nickel-plated Jimmy. A diamond-tipped glass cutter and adaptable keys every modern improvement the march of civilization demands <laughs> oh, and a dark lantern 
Do you have rubber-soled shoes? Yeah, I do. And a mask? Uh, ah, I've got some black silk that'll make a couple of masks. You know, I'm beginning to feel excited by the adventure. It is now half past nine. At eleven o'clock, we shall take the cab as far as Church Row in dress clothes to look as if we are two theatre girls homeward bound. It's a quarter of an hour's walk from there to Appledore Towers. Moverton is a heavy sleeper and retires punctually at half past ten. The dog will be chained up by Agatha. With luck, we will be back by two with Lady Eva's letters in our pocket. Yes, good girl, Agatha. We might put our masks on here, I think. Now, you see, there's not a glimmer of light at any window. He's in bed. Come to the right by the bushes. door into it is bolted. We must get there from inside the house. There's a greenhouse that opens onto the drawing room. Now, careful, Watson. Can you catch? Yes. Put out the dark lantern. Now, follow me because I can see in the dark much better than you, and I know the layout of the place. Ready? Yes. Holmes, you realize now a step beyond the law, but not beyond justice. Follow me closely. Good. Curtains have drawn across. We can risk some light. Is that David down behind? Yes. And there is the safe. And that presumably is the entrance to the bedroom. Yes. All seems to be quiet. Holmes, why? The door to the veranda isn't bolted. Stand by the study door. If you hear anyone come, lock it. And we'll escape by the veranda if I've opened the safe and our job is done. If not, we hide behind the window curtain and hope. Understood? Ah. Watson, take the tools. And let's see if we can find the letters in here. Yes. What was that? I heard nothing. Quick, behind the curtains. I wasn't sure you would come. 
I said I would. Well, you've made me lose a night's rest. I hope it will be worthwhile. Pity you couldn't come at a more convenient time. Still, if you couldn't, you couldn't. If the Countess is a hard mistress, you have your chance now to get level with her. Now, what have you brought me? Hmm? Don't be nervous. Don't stand shivering there. Come closer. You say you have five letters from the Countess Dalbert, and you want to sell them. Well, I want to buy them. That only remains the price. I want to inspect the letters. If they are as intimate as you say. <laughs> Who are you? Lift your veil. Uncover your face. Oh, yes. It is I. The woman whose life you have ruined. You did not expect to see me. No, no. Greed. Greed made you accept my story about the Countess d'Albert. Greed made you let me in here. Greed. Your greed ruined me. You ruined yourself. You drove me to that extremity. I wouldn't hurt anyone. But business is business. I put the price well within your means and you would not pay. So you sent my letters to my husband. And if I really brought letters from the Countess d'Albert, you would have done the same to her. And to as many others who have been weak and foolish as you can. You destroyed my husband far more than you destroyed me. I came here and begged you for mercy. It was a waste of time. Except for one thing. It was that night which taught me how I could meet you face to face and alone. But we are not alone. I only have to raise my voice if the servants will come. You are distracted. Leave now and I will never do anything about it. It's too late. But you will ruin no more lives as you ruined mine. You will ruin no more hearts as you wrung mine. I will free the world of a poisonous thing. You have done for me. Watson, lock the door to the rest of the house. The servants will be here. What are you doing? We came only for our own letters, but we can't leave the legacy of the man's evil life to anyone. Help me burn them all. Hey! What's happening? You inside there! Open the door! I'll find Miranda. Keep the left. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Oh, Come on, man. 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 Come
Are we safe now? I think so. No one could have seen our faces. Did... Did she get away? I'm sure she did. There's nothing we could have done. Holmes, who was she? I... I do not know. Will you have the ham or the kidneys? Kidneys, I think. You know, I slept wonderfully well last night. Yes, crime can be quite invigorating. If we don't get caught, eh? <laughs> Come in. Why, Mr. Lestrade? What's from you know Lestrade of Scotland Yard? <laughs> Are you all right, Watson? <laughs> it's not uh, just a scrap went the wrong way. Uh, morning, Mr. Lestrade. Good morning, gentlemen. May I ask, gentlemen, if you're busy just now? <clears throat> not too busy to listen to you. Do join us, will you, Captain? Oh, uh, no, 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 thank you. I'm on an investigation. Mm. I thought you might be able to help me with a most remarkable case that occurred last night in Hampstead. Hampstead? Uh, what was that? Uh, murder, Mr. Holmes. Very dramatic and remarkable murder. And, uh... How can we help you? Well, I only want the benefit of Mr. Holmes' advice, sir. Oh. Oh, yes, of course. Yes, we've had our eyes on this Milberton for some time. And uh, between ourselves, he was a bit of a villain. Blackmailer. Was he? Yes. Well, all his papers were burned by the murderers. Nothing else was taken, so uh, there were probably men of good position whose object was to prevent uh, social exposure. It's a delicate business. Men? Several men? Two of them. Nearly caught they were, that's how we know. Mm-hmm. We have a description. Ten to one, we'll trace them. The first fellow was pretty active, but uh, the other only got away after a struggle. He was uh, middle-sized, strongly built, square jaw, thick neck, moustache, and a mask. <laughs> a rather vague description. Why, it might even be a description of Watson, you know. <laughs> 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 True. True, it could be the doctor. <laughs> well, uh, can you help me, Holmes? No. The fact is, I knew this Milverton, oh. and I considered him one of the worst in London. There are some crimes the law cannot touch, and to some extent justify private revenge. The law is the law. I'm sorry. My sympathies are with the criminals rather than with the victim, and so I cannot advise in this case. As you wish, Mr. Holmes. I can say in private, and I understand your view, but uh, there has been a crime, and our job must be to catch whoever is responsible. Mm-hmm. If we can. Uh, good day, gentlemen. Good day. Quite put me off my breakfast. <laughs> I was enjoying it too. I'm afraid I'm not cut out for a life of crime, Holmes. No, no, I. He won't find her. He's not looking for a lady. No, no, he's looking for us. Still, <laughs> with that description, not very flattering. Eh? Who was she? It is no business of ours. No. Charles Augustus Milverton is dead. That was Barry Foster as Sherlock Holmes and David Buck as Dr. Watson in Charles Augustus Milverton by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Dramatized for radio by Bill Morrison.
Charles Augustus Milverton was played by David March. Agatha by Janice Winters. The Lady, Patricia Gallimore. And Lestrade by John Hollis. The play was directed in our Birmingham studios by Peter Nobis.